Welcome to Westport Road Baptist Church. We're delighted that you've joined us for today's message. Westport Road Baptist Church is located at the corner of Hurstbourne Lane and Westport Road in Louisville, Kentucky. If you have a Bible, please have it handy and prepare your hearts and minds as we enter God's Word. Well, today starts Advent. As you can see, little elves have been in and have decorated the church. The most amazing thing is that they got a tree to grow on the stage of the sanctuary. How they did that, I will never know. But thank you to everyone that had anything to do with the decorating of the church. About a dozen people really appreciate that. It was a big help. Who started their Christmas shopping? Anybody? Okay, who's finished? That's the, Oh, all right. Thank you. Thank, all you online people are the ones uh, that are finished today. Well, somebody sent me a picture of something that was very disturbing the other day, and I wanted to show it to you. So if you'll show the picture there. Now, this is from Hobby Lobby, a Christian company. But when you look at it, Jesus is the cheapest thing they have at Christmas. Now, is that almost unbelievable? That of everything they have at Christmas, Jesus is the cheapest thing up there. Now, Jesus is still costing about 150 bucks or something uh, in this particular nativity scene. But it's unbelievable that Jesus would be the thing that costs the least. Now, I know there's a lot of reasons for that and everything. But the bigger point, yeah, just, yeah he's the smallest retail-wise and, and all of that. But sometimes that's exactly what happens in all of our Christmas. That Jesus becomes the least of what we're doing and talking about and celebrating at Christmas. So we're starting a new sermon series this morning. They'll take us through uh, the Christmas season. And it's called, It's Not Your Birthday. Now, I will point out that today is Steve Hoffman's birthday. Where is Steve Hoffman? So today is Steve's birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Steve. Yeah. But Christmas... The celebration of Christmas is not your birthday. Your birthday might even be on December the 25th. But the celebration of Christmas, it's not about you and it's not your birthday. And that's what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks. This morning we're going to be in Matthew chapter 1 and Luke chapter 1. So you might want to put a little marker there. We're going to be going back and forth. And we're going to look at the announcement of the birth of Jesus to Joseph, and to Mary. And we're going to see what the angel had to say as we begin looking at uh, the birth of Jesus. And our question today then is, okay, if Christmas is not my birthday, then whose birthday is it? And the first thing we see is this. We act like Christmas is our birthday. We act like Christmas is our birthday. And the things we do and the way we celebrate it and the emphasis we give to the season, we act like it's all about us and not about Jesus. So look over to Matthew chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. Matthew 1, beginning with verse 18. Now this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and didn't want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
So our Matthew passage starts out, and here's Joseph. He's a, he's a good guy. He's just minding his own business. He's just gotten engaged uh, to a young girl by the name of Mary. He's very excited about the upcoming ceremony. Now, in that day and age, marriage was done a little bit differently. You were actually betrothed to someone, and you paid the dowry. Uh, for for that. So uh, the man would pay a dowry to the wife's family. And uh, Joseph has already paid that dowry, which means that they were legally married. Ceremony hasn't taken place. They're not living together, but the dowry has been paid. So they're technically married uh, according to the law. When suddenly he finds out that the woman that he is engaged to marry is pregnant. Now there's one thing Joseph knows. He's never been with Mary sexually, so it's not his baby. So what's the first thing that would pop into your mind if the person you're engaged to is pregnant and it's not your baby? What would pop into your mind? This must be the work of the Holy Spirit. God has done a miracle and a virgin's going to conceive. No, that's not what would pop into your mind. You would think she's cheated on me and that's the only logical explanation there could be. And our scripture tells us, though, Joseph was a very good man, and he didn't want to uh, bring shame uh, to Mary, and so he's just going to divorce her quietly, just get it over with, and, uh, and the two of them will go their separate ways. That's kind of uh, this. But then he's having a dream at night, and in the dream, an angel appears to him, and the angel says, Joseph, don't be afraid. This child is from God. This child's from the Holy Spirit. And then look over to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Now Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said, do not be afraid, Mary. You have bound favor with God. You will conceive and you will give birth to a son. So likewise, you have Mary. She's a teenage girl. She's engaged to be married. She's planning the wedding, going about her, her normal uh, things, getting everything ready for the marriage. When suddenly the angel Gabriel appears to her out of nowhere, she's scared to death when the angel appears to her. And the angel tells her, okay, Mary, you're going to have a baby. You're pregnant right now. And Mary says, how can I be pregnant? I've never been with a man. And again, the same thing. This is going to be from the Holy Spirit. You're going to have a baby. So what do we see in these two stories? What we see is that in both from Joseph's viewpoint and from Mary's, they were just minding their own business. They were just going about their daily lives when suddenly God intervened in their life, sent an angel to both of them. God intervened and told them about a miraculous birth that was going to take place, a birth that was going to come through the power of God and not through anywhere else. He intervened in their life with divine news of a birth. Now, I'm not an angel. How many people knew that? Dawn raised her hand first out of everybody out there. But I'm going to intervene in your Christmas this morning and tell you about that special birth and whose birthday it really is. Because you see, at Christmas, we act like Christmas isn't about Jesus and his birth. We act like Christmas is about us. 
Think about everything we do at Christmas. What's the first thing we do at Christmas is that we buy presents, and we buy everybody presents. We buy presents as much as you can buy. The average American family spends $271 per child, and uh, 10% spend over $500 a child. The average American family goes over $1,000 in debt at Christmas time. And, and so that's where, you know, Black Friday, got, got this little graphic here of Black Friday. You know, it's when people trample others for cheap goods mere hours after being thankful for what they have, you know. And that's kind of that's what Black Friday really is, you know, as we go out. Anybody here go Black Friday shopping? It's not as big as it used to be. You know why? Because it starts like in September now, you know. And so uh, there was actually a Black Friday deal I was going to buy at Target. And uh, so on Black Friday, I immediately went on my computer and it said, this Black Friday sale was over on Wednesday. And I said, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. How can it be over? You know, what are you talking about? But we go crazy buying presents. How crazy do Americans go buying presents? This is a picture from this Black Friday. That is how crazy we go trying to get cheap stuff to buy presents for one another. We act like Christmas has nothing to do with Jesus. We go out of our way for things that really don't matter in the season. Think about this for a second. When it comes to Santa and presents, and I got a picture of of the Santa Claus right here. That's what most people's Christmas is about. Santa Claus and presents. That's, that's what it's all about. Now, I have nothing against Santa Claus. Okay, I'm not here to bash Santa Claus, so, so take that off your agenda. I'm not here to bash presents. As a matter of fact, I hope some of y'all give your pastor presents this year. You know, uh, Just throwing that to the side a little bit as we go through this. But if that becomes the center of your Christmas, you begin to lose what the season is really all about, but you begin to lose the power of it as well. But think about this. If we took Santa and presents out of Christmas, everybody would miss it. But if we took Jesus out of Christmas, how many people would even notice? In the way you actually celebrate, in the things you actually do, and you say, well, I come to church one Sunday, you know, uh, uh, I actually came on the Christmas Eve service, you know, uh, so we, we do a little, a little side to Jesus, but how many of our Christmas revolve around Jesus, and how much of it revolves around presents and other things, decorations, parties, and so we begin to act like Christmas is all about us, that we're the center of Christmas And in doing that, we miss the point. But Christmas is not your birthday. And that brings us to the second thing that we see in our our scripture passage. And that's this. If Christmas is not your birthday, then whose birthday is it? Christmas is Jesus' birthday. Christmas is not your birthday. Christmas is Jesus' birthday. Now, that's not going to be a stunner to a lot of people that are out there. But again, we behave as if it's not. Look over to Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. Matthew 1, verse 20. After he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of Mary, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. What is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus. And then over in Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1, verse 30. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. So in both of these, the angel appears, tells Joseph and Mary, A special child is going to be born, and you are to name the child Jesus. 
When it comes to Christmas, the celebration of the birth of Jesus is what Christmas is truly all about. But we begin to miss that from the very beginning. But that is what Christmas is really all about, the celebration of the birth of Jesus. Anybody remember the old Hugh Haney cartoon that's replayed every Christmas day? Yeah, I got, got it right here, uh, the, that cartoon from Hugh Haney. And basically what it says uh, is that, hey, have I forgotten anyone uh, on this Christmas uh, season that's there? Somewhere it is there. Just know that in your heart and mind, there it is, there it is, there it is. Now let's see, have I forgotten anyone? Who can sympathize with this? In everything that's going on on Christmas, sometimes we forget what's really the most important. Now, here's the thing. We look at that today in 2018. We go, yeah, we've gotten to this point. But when I grew up, it wasn't that way. This was first produced in 1961. Okay. How many people were not born in 1961? Raise your hand. Okay. Yeah, quite a few of you. Quite, I'd say about half Weren't even born in 1961. Some of you, by the way, were lying when you raised your hands. I noticed that uh, as well. But, but the idea then is, hey, you know, Christmas has been made into something that it's not. We've kind of missed the whole point of what Christmas is all about, the birth of Jesus. And that's truly what Christmas is supposed to be about. But think about it this way. If we take Jesus completely out of Christmas, then we're going to miss the power of what Christmas is. And Christmas just becomes then another holiday where you're being told to do things because Madison Avenue wants you to. Like at Valentine's Day, we're told, okay, it's a day of love. Go out, spend all this money, and so people do it. At Christmas, go buy a lot of presents. For what reason? Because it's Christmas. But what's Christmas? It's the day you buy a lot of presents. You know, and so, uh, you know, that becomes the center of it. There's really no rhyme. There's no reason. I got a list of the top Christmas movies of all time here. Uh, you can clap if it's, if it's one of yours. It's a Wonderful Life. National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Seriously, people. A Christmas, lo- a Christmas Story. White Christmas. Okay. That's what people that generally go to second service. To, they were flying. Home Alone. Thank you. Scrooge. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Elf. Just just two more. Uh, The Miracle on 34th Street. And A Christmas Carol. Great movies. I like watching every one of them. Those are my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Guess what they all have in common? They have nothing to do about Jesus or his birth. It's not even mentioned in any of our favorite Christmas movies. So again, we can take Jesus completely out of Christmas, and most people will not miss it at all. And that brings us to the last thing that we see in our scripture passage. Jesus' birth does affect us, and it changes our whole life. Jesus' birth does affect us, and it changes our whole life. Look back again to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Down to verse 22. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through a prophet. 
A virgin will conceive, give birth to a son, and you will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So Christmas is not your birthday, but it doesn't mean Christmas doesn't affect you. As a matter of fact, the reason Jesus was born in the first place was all about you. The only reason Jesus came was because of you. So it's not like you're celebrating somebody else's birthday and it has nothing to do with you. Christmas has everything to do with you. The only reason Jesus was born was because of you in the first place. Now, have you ever been to a party when you were a kid or were your kid been to a party and they got, got treats and favors themselves as well as the birthday kid? Yeah, everybody's done that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I used to say, why do we got to buy other kids presents? It's my kid's birthday. You know, what's the only reason I'm having the party is that he gets more presents from his friends. You know, I, it has nothing to do with any of that, you know. And, uh, but you give treats. Uh, Britney Spears just gave a birthday for her two sons. And uh, each kid went away with like $500 worth of Pokemon rare paraphernalia. Now, that's pretty good, isn't it? If you go to the party and you get all this rare Pokemon stuff uh, that she had ordered for every single kid at the party. So it wasn't their birthday, but they still got something out of it. Well, we get a lot out of the birth of Jesus that not only affects us, it changes our entire life. And there's two things that we get out of it. And the first thing we get out of it is this. Jesus' birthday gives us his presence and his help. It gives us God's presence and God's help. Now, the passage we just read... Uh, from Matthew says that a virgin will conceive, give birth to a son, that's Isaiah seven fourteen, and that you are to call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, when I was growing up, I always wondered, well, if his name's Emmanuel, then why'd they name him Jesus? You know, that doesn't make any sense. But Emmanuel isn't a name. Emmanuel is a phrase, and the phrase in Hebrew, Emmanuel, means God with us. So when you read that, it says, you will give birth to a son, and he's going to be called God with us. So that's who Jesus is. That's what Jesus is going to do. Jesus is saying God is no longer far away. God is not inaccessible. God is right here with you. Jesus' birth told us God is with us. So when you have problems or troubles, you're struggling, you're afraid, you know that God's not far away. He's there with you. He loves you. He cares for you. God's presence is there with you every single step of the way. It tells us God's personal. He's not some impersonal God somewhere far away that has nothing to do with us. He's a very personal God that loves us and cares for us and wants to communicate with us. He is God with us. Now, there was a show on TV that was canceled because it wasn't any good called Fixer Upper. Anybody see that? Okay, don't get mad. I don't want no cards and letters about this, okay? No, no, seriously, there's a show called Fixer Upper. Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper put something on Instagram this week. Her daughter, Emmy, uh, when she was getting ready for school, wrote something in marker on the bathroom sink. And she was going to get mad until she saw what it said. Hi, God, what are you doing? And she said, suddenly, this is what she realized. She'd been teaching her daughter that God was personal and wanted a relationship with you. And when her daughter was brushing her teeth that morning, she was talking to God and wrote on the sink, Hey, God, how are you doing today? And she said, I couldn't get mad anymore. I wasn't happy that she wrote in marker on my sink, but I wasn't mad at her because it said she was seeing that she was having a relationship with God. 
That's one of the things that the birth of Jesus provides. Jesus came so that God's presence would be with you. The birth of Jesus does affect you. Russell Wilson is the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Anybody know who Russell Wilson is? Very strong Christian, made, uh, married to uh, uh, the singer Sierra. And uh, Russell Wilson signs every autograph the exact same way. And it's really funny the way he signs. I got a picture of it. This is from a, a, a book by Judah Smith that he wrote the foreword to. Love Russell Wilson, then what's it say? Friend of God. That's how he signs every autograph. Russell Wilson, friend of God. Isn't that kind of a neat thing to think about? What if the way you start thinking, of you're like, hey, I'm Chip Pendleton, the friend of God, when you introduced yourself to somebody? Isn't that kind of a unique way of thinking about who you are and your relationship with God? I am a friend of God himself. That's only made possible because of what Jesus did in the incarnation, God being with us. So Jesus' birth does affect us. It gives us God's presence and it gives us God's help. The next thing we see is that the last thing is that Jesus' birthday also affects us because it gives us salvation and eternal life. It gives us salvation and eternal life. Look back to Matthew chapter 1 again, verse 21. Matthew 1, verse 21. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. She will give birth to a son. You're to name him Jesus because this child is going to save his people from their sins. So what's the name Jesus have to do with saving people from their sins? Well, let's talk about the name Jesus for a second. They would not have called the, the boy that was growing up Jesus. Okay? You'd have heard nobody call him that. Jesus is the trans, transliteration of the Hebrew. Okay? So that's Greek. Jesus is Greek. They didn't speak Greek where he was, but Jesus is the Greek word. The Hebrew word was Joshua, okay? Uh, So you were to name your child Joshua, okay, is basically what they were being told. Uh, We have a Joshua right here on the very front row. We put him in the front because of his name. And uh, so so he's there. You're going to give birth to a son. You're going to name this son Joshua in the Greek Jesus. What does the name Joshua mean? The name Joshua, Yeshua, the name Joshua means God saves. You are to name your child Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So we get the name Jesus from the fact that he is going to be the one that will save us from our sins. The simple fact of the matter is sin overcomes every person in this world. We can do nothing to save ourselves. You cannot be good enough or perfect enough to approach a holy, perfect God. And what Jesus did is that he died on the cross, taking your sins upon him that you might be forgiven. And through what Jesus did on the cross, you now have a totally new relationship with God. Your sins have been washed away, and you can come to that personal Emmanuel relationship with God. And so it does affect you. Your sins were keeping you from God. Your sins were blocking you from God. Your sins were keeping you from the life you should leave. And Jesus took your sins, and now there is nothing that keeps you from you and God. So, yes, it affects you a lot. The only reason Jesus was born was because of your sins. If it wasn't for your sins, Jesus would not have left heaven and would not have left the glories of God to come and humble himself 
as a human being. He only did it for you and to die on the cross for your sins. So yes, Christmas does have a big effect upon us. Christmas does say a lot about who we are and and how we behave. So we look back at the big picture. We make Christmas about a lot of things, and those things aren't bad. There's nothing wrong with putting up your tree. There's nothing wrong with buying presents for people. There's nothing wrong with, with uh, uh, celebrating the season and having parties and all that. Nothing wrong with any of that. But when you miss the real point of what Christmas is, you miss the point that it's about the birth of Jesus, and that birth was because of you and your sins, and to provide a new relationship between you and God, then Christmas will never really have any meaning. It will just be another time for you to spend money. That'll be the only thing Christmas will become, and people always get disappointed. They get disappointed because I didn't get the right present or my turkey didn't turn out right or my my Christmas tree fell over when the cat ran up it or something like that. And we'll always be disappointed in Christmas. But Christmas isn't about those things. It's about something so much more. There was a couple in Louisiana recently. uh, Their names are uh, uh, Tina and Harold Ehrenberg. And they were cleaning their house for the holidays, just getting everything real clean. They were going to have a party, have people over. And in one of the cushions, they found an old lottery ticket. And they pulled it out, and she said, hey, here's an old lottery ticket. They both laughed, and he said, well, throw it away. And she started to throw it away, and she said, well, uh, I think it's still good. We ought to check it. And he said, ah, don't check it. And she said, oh, yeah. And she goes online. She goes, well, it says that it expires in a day anyway. And he goes, okay. And she starts looking at the numbers, and she said, I think we won. And he goes, what are you talking about? They begin to check it. Sure enough, they won $1.8 million uh, in the Louisiana lottery from a ticket they'd forgotten they even had and was stuck in between the cushions. Now, that's a pretty good treat at Christmas. Who thinks that? Who's going to go home and check their couch cushions? And you're thinking, well, I didn't buy a lottery ticket. Well, maybe somebody that visited you did. So you might want to check it anyway. Now, what point am I trying to make? The point I'm trying to make is this. Here's a couple minding their own business when suddenly something intervened that changed everything in their life. $1.8 million is nothing compared to your eternity. And when we celebrate Christmas, God intervened and sent Jesus so that you could be forgiven of your sins. And it is the greatest thing that will ever happen in your life. And that's why we decorate, and that's why we celebrate, and that's why we buy presents, and that's why there's supposed to be joy and happiness and hope. Because on Christmas, the birth of Jesus gives us all of those things. So this season... Remember whose birthday it really is. Let's have a prayer. Father, thank you for loving us so much. I just pray that as we go through this season that we remember what it's really all about and in all of the noise that is around us that we don't get distracted. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we come to this time of invitation, and the first thing I would say in this invitation is just right where you're, you're going to be standing here in a second, just, just give a prayer to God and say, Lord, help me to remember what the season's about this year. Help me not get so distracted in buying presents and putting up lights and cooking food that I miss you. Uh, help me to remember why we celebrate in the first place. Help me remember whose birthday it is.
During this time, you can come and you can pray at this altar. We've talked about Jesus came to let you go. God was present with you in your problems and troubles. So come give your problems and troubles to God. We've got people that would love to pray with you as you come forward as well. You can come say, I want to join this church and be a part of what God is doing in this church and around the world. Josh was telling you about, about uh, all of the good things happening around the world as people are being led to Christ. You come and say, I want to join this church and be a part of that. And then during this Christmas season, how special would it be to come down and say, this is the time I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to follow him as my Lord and Savior. But this is your time and your opportunity. Let's close with a prayer for good. Father, help us remember as we start this Advent season that Christmas is not about us. It's not our birthday, uh, but it's yours. Help us to celebrate with meaning and with purpose knowing that when we do, it makes a whole lot of difference when we know what Christmas is about and what it means in our life. It goes beyond things, and it really touches our hearts. Help us to be the case this year. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's lesson and that it spoke to you. If you have prayer needs or want more information about us, we invite you to stop by our website, mywrbc.org, and click on Contact. Please use the word podcast in the subject line. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keyword, MyWRBC. At Westport Road Baptist Church, we love God and love people. Please join us for Sunday morning service at either 9.30 a.m. or 11 a.m. We also have Sunday school for all ages during both service times. Thanks again for listening and join us next week for another message from God's Word. Thank you.